I'm the most famous person here in East Mesa. Whoever was yeah. the piece of shit who doxed him, you'd, you'd freeze! Uh, if I lose this election, I'm doing another one. <laughs> oh, bro. Hey, wait, it's not an ad. I mean, well, it kind of is. Nick, it's an announcement, not an ad. Okay, everyone, say hi. Hi, everyone, Donut here. What's up, you beautiful unsubscribe mother lovers? Uh, Nick, why don't you tell us what we're announcing? Today, we're talking about unsubscribe live. That is right, we are doing our very first live tour here in the great state of Texas. Where in Texas, guys? On March 17th at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club here in San Antonio. On March 21st at the Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas. On March 23rd at the Bad Astronaut in Houston. On March 23rd at the Bad Astronaut in Houston. Donut, you just repeated, Nick. On March 24th, we will be in the Granada Theater in Dallas, Texas. So go get your tickets now, and we'll see you there. Tickets are live, and you can purchase them in the links below. Quack, bang, out. I cannot believe we're actually going to do this in front of a live audience. This is a terrible idea. I gotta go pack. And everyone have a fantastic day. Quick side note, it's my birthday on the 21st, so I wanted to do a quick cheers with all of you. Also, I just wanted to say thank you for the greatest gift possible, and that is this amazing community. Cheers, y'all. Love you. Congressman Hamara, we're looking for someone a little bit more refined. That's a, you are looking in the wrong hole, my friend. I'm all American, baby. I'm all American. Who was you? You guys flew in. You were doing just video and mm -hmm. then did some yeah. just some chit chats. Yeah, well, I mean, I was trying to avoid you a little bit, and I, then you I caught bet. me, dude. You're like, like, one Mexican's right. enough. Yeah, one, yeah. one, one Herrera's enough for me, all right? I got a bunch of Mexicans back home in Arizona. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, we didn't crack them. Oh, shit. Oh, shoot, yeah. Ready? One, three, two. Oh! oh. Jesus fucking Christ. What the Christ. fuck, Aaron? Bro, are hey, you good? Up. I'm good, Put dude. it next to the mic. Right. Why is it in front of the mic? Sorry. Do you know how mics work? <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Ooh. Got a little beautiful splatter on that one. Some squirties. Did I get you? Oh, man. Ah, welcome to today's episode of Unsubscribe. Tonight's episode of Unsubscribe. We're joined by the beautiful Brandon Herrera and the oh-so-strong, beautiful, maskless admin results. Oh, Looking this is your jacked. first podcast. First broadcast, right? You know, yeah, we're uh, no, lo no longer masked, dude. Uh, mask off. Mask off. Last future said. He predicted it. Mask off. Well, you know, you, have you done a podcast with your mask off yet? No, not yet. You're getting the first one. I remember, I, Ooh, I thought, so I thought we exclusive. talked about it last time, but I did want to hold off for you for the exclusive podcast. God, you're so Stop, wonderful. Dude. Stop, I can try to seduce me, dude. Yeah. Try to get me down here to seduce me. Done. <laughs> just hard bring me down here to come, dude. <laughs> dude, just hard us to a standing sixty-nine. Oh, oh. <laughs> Brandon's <laughs> over there just shaking his head. Oh, it's like no. this is the worst podcast ever. I, I was just here for the weird. pizza, dude. A little weird. Yeah, you, you guys rolling little 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 fruity. All right. <laughs> I'm well, being like really conscious of my hands now after the last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> doesn't want to be called out for tism bro mm. that that shirt i want us to all wear that shirt which one the wolf one what it say the oh god there are two wolves and <laughs> oh which wait hold on which one was it uh, um this is like there are two you wolves. call it autism i call it having that dog in <laughs> do you see that one? the one i replied with no no which one was it it should be in the chat fuck i'm gonna look right Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, if we all just get the dog, just all walk around it's, with dog it's shirts. The dog in me has been euthanized. <laughs> oh, you're, it's so over. It's so, it's so over, over, bro. <laughs> yeah. But now you're back. You haven't been back in whoo, a, 
Dude, it's almost coming up on a year since you were here. Really? No. What? No, it was no, the last big April? range day we yeah, did. Yeah, big range day was cold out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back when yeah, it was cold in Texas. Cold you remember that? Yeah. I remember that fondly. You and guys survived your summer, dude? Bro, it was, yeah. this was a brutal summer. Yeah. This is what yeah. everyone wants to stay tuned with unsubs, listening to weather advice. <laughs> it was bad back in Arizona, man. Well, it was say, bad like, come to Texas, they say. It'll be fun, they yeah. say. And then they come down here like, you don't get to see the... The, the the July August where it's a hundred and twenty fucking degrees every time you walk outside. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't. I'd never live anywhere else. But fuck me, it's hot. It's hot, dude. Dude, that walking outside was like Sunday. I walked outside. I was like, whoa, huh, whoa. Staff was like, you okay? I was like, no, it's really nice out. I was taking it back. It's like seventy. I I like walked outside my house and it felt the same temperature. It was this beautiful. We're having an heat stroke. It was nice. <laughs> We're in motorcycle weather, baby. Are your flip flops on? Still, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, we're, we're now approaching the the weather where I can now wear boots and not sweat to death. Boots and a helmet and not sweat to death. That's nice. I Dude, love it. Nice. You're the only human that wears flip flops like me while riding, and I have fucked my feet up multiple times. You showed me the one time you fucking wrecked that dirt bike, and you trashed your feet. Yeah, I'm done. Dude, bike. He will me, never dude. be able to sell his foot picks. No, no they're they fucking gnarly? destroyed. Well, they got like all my yeah. friends. Fucking yeah, those are pretty. Those are pretty nasty hogs. Dude. Fucking tattoos. <laughs> the yeah. dogs are barking. The dogs bro. are barking. Where's my they tattoo, stop? asshole. No. I need to get yours next and yours. Oh, you're gonna be a ta- you're gonna get a tattoo of me on your feet. Dude? Yeah, some sort of like memento. Yeah, dude. I feel like every like literally. I just get everyone's fucking shit. Demos was the worst because the the tattoo artist didn't know how to tattoo. She I knew she was a terrible one because I sat down. I was like, hey, oh, just no. do it. Will's done every other one. I was like. I'm going to just trust this random stranger. And I was like, oh, just this. It was DR with a bullet. And I knew I was in a bad position because she was like, well, it's hard because it's upside down for me. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no, this isn't going to go. And then it just felt like she took a razor and she's like, okay. And I was like, "Mm." oh, that was really deep. Holy fuck. And I just watched blood come out. Oh. <laughs> like she just, yeah, she filleted my toes. It was amazing. Jesus. When we were, before we did the ghost hunt, uh, me and Cody were talking about, you know, Supernatural. Yeah. We were going to, we were talking about getting the anti possession charm, like tattooed on the chest. And then, um, yeah, my girlfriend at the time told me that that was gay. So uh, <laughs> I didn't do it. You're like, no, uh. Man, I like Supernatural. I broken, thought, it was, I yeah, thought it was cool. Broken clocks, right? Like twice, twice a day. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Now that you're back, you're back in. Uh, like, how much? Like, how much do you actually tell the world of your like? Now that you're faceless mm-hmm. or maskless, do you go into your past? Yeah, dude. I get on my flights and I'm like, hey, do you know who I am? You know, I, I, I would hope be, so. I'd be, I should be in first class. First class. Like, of why course. aren't you? Do you know, like? I have a. I'm a niche micro internet celebrity. Do not play ball with this. <laughs> you know. Go to restaurants. I'm like, I don't have a reservation yet. Can you seat me? I'm the most famous person here in East Mesa. Yeah, come on. So all the time, dude. <laughs> I really throw that cloud around. No, never, dude. Not that. I mean, like your previous job. Like, oh. Talking about publicly, <laughs> not like, not like in, not in fucking public. Oh, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. I was like, I'm not a sociopath. Why would I yeah. ask a question? Yeah. Do you go around and brag about yourself, bro? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Do you just go to yeah. Italian restaurants and just flop your dick on the table and? <laughs> You know this dick? Yeah, who I am. This is unlimited breadsticks. It, it happens, dude. It happens every once in a while. People will be like, bro, you have a YouTube channel? I'm like, yeah, man, it's like doing good. And they check it out. They're like, oh, it's doing really good. Yeah. So. Whoa. But no, like, 
your previous jobs because you used to yeah, you talk to, about yeah, like Leo and yeah, all that. Okay, yeah. now are you discussing that? Because yeah, some of the guys have hit me up. They're like, dude, I had no idea you had a like. One of my guys that used to train on FTO just texted me out of the blue the other day. Like, he quit before I did and moved to Puerto Rico, and he's living his best life. But he he messaged me. He's tax like, dude, free. yeah, text free. He's crushing. <laughs> he speaks Spanish. He's got a his wife's a, a nice Puerto Rican mama. He's living his best life. He he messaged me. He's like, yo, dude, I had no idea because I saw one of your things on TikTok. I didn't realize you were a YouTuber. And I was like, yeah, dude. They, yeah. It, it, it kind of took off, you know. Because you were, like, very secretive about, like, I was, yeah. Whole, and you did yeah. a, You and, like, it's crazy watching you individuals like you, Swagger Souls. It's the the dudes that stay masked for as long yeah. as you did. And then you you did a good job of, like, controlling that. Not the best set. job. Not <laughs> the best job. Um, it was. Shasha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anybody with, always the background. Yeah. Anybody with, like, a bachelor's degree could have figured that yeah. one out, really, to be honest. You, so I mean, whoever was yeah. the piece of shit who doxed him, you, you, congratulations, fuckhead. Like, you'd. It, you did the bare minimum. Yeah, it played out how I was hoping. It really worked out well for the doxing. I'm happy it played out how it did. Because you I, know like, this guy's fucking attractive, goes yeah. to church and has a hot wife. <laughs> what an asshole! He filed Touch it, grass, yeah. bitch. <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna do as well as it did. So when I filed my LLC, I filed it like under my name and my address. Because like, there's no way this will be a ch- like a thing like in a, in a little bit. Like I thought I was gonna die off eventually. And then sure enough, the train kept doing good. So I was like, oh, geez, this is like, I, this is not good. Because people had found me out before. They're like, I found your info on the internet. And I was like, oh, yeah, you got me. All right. Yeah. That's why it's never like made a public thing. So. So now you're actually talk, talk about your like your previous work and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I absolutely will. So you, did you actually work on a. Oh, a, yeah. No, I actually was on the reservation. No shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you f- follow their rules with because they their mm. rules are completely different. So how it actually works is they sent me to the sheriff's office police academy. So you get certified to be an AZ post, which is the peace officer certification. And then you hit back and they're like, raise your right hand. And they swear you into the res and like, you're now a res cop. That's it. So they wanted people that have certs. But to be a res cop, they could just swear anybody in and it could be a res cop. No shit. But you don't have the power. If, if that was the case, you don't have the power to enforce, like, state law. So they need people that can enforce state law. And then you do enough to where you go and you get trained on how to enforce certain federal laws. So you get state, tribal, and federal. Now, Wait, you're not a are, fed. So you're a fed. No, no, no. Uh, I wasn't a fed. I had, I to, I had fed. to be certified to enforce certain federal crimes. Because Such as the NFA? No. No, you, like, okay. there's, there's none of that. But there is no Second Amendment on it. This was going to be a second unmasking right now. Oh, I know, right. No. <laughs> We're all just flash. <laughs> Freeze! <laughs> we pull the shirt off. It's ATM. No, no, no. Sewer slide. Yeah, no. So there's certain laws. So it's it's, cra- it's crazy. Sewer slide. Yeah. It's crazy. Christ. On the res, if um, if a white person on the Indian reservation or not a white, if a non-native assaults a Native American as a federal crime on the Indian reservation, what about vice versa? But if a native assaults uh, a non-native, that's just a tribal crime. Which that's is charged differently. I could be hazy. It's been a, it's been a couple of years. All right, but yeah. So there's and then there's like federal trespassing because if you're non-native on a tribe and you're and they're like, hey, you have to leave and you don't leave, there's it becomes federal trespassing. So there's certain things. Damn. Yeah. So that's why they needed that. It's not necessarily like you're a fed. It's like you need some of those laws to enforce if that's right. the case. That's one of those crazy things because mm-hmm. I would not be. It's no different than military yeah. being over there because you're like you're policing the area, winning the hearts and mind, and they're yeah. like they're stoning that woman. You can't do anything. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, you sure? 
No, okay. This seems morally not like a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm winning her heart and mine because I can currently see both. Hey man, I think we're we're going back to the old testament on this one. <laughs> yeah, they're still there. <laughs> Wanna come over to my place and get totally stoned, LOL. <laughs> LMAO, he who cast the first stone. It just goes super hard out the gate. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is a pretty aggressive start. We're like 10 minutes in. I know. No, G-Van yeah. will mix it around like he always Yeah, will make does. it good. Oh, <laughs> retention beat, retention beat. Are you, are you playing Subway Surfer right now? Get off your phone. Yeah. How has it been since you've been like, the unmasking went according to plan? you like, mm. I just like the internet was just like, dude, he's fucking handsome. Is that Brad Pitt? That Were you was, expecting that part? No, that was a much nicer ex, you know, response than I was hoping for. I was just hoping to be like, hey guys, now we're trying to shift. And like, he's hot. And I was like, that's not, no. I'm just like <laughs> that's that weirds me out. I don't like that. I'm like, hey man, I'm just I'm a regular. I'm, I'm one of the boys. I'm a little autistic, so a little, a little. Yeah. So am I. I haven't got to the part about English warbos yet. <laughs> Is that your autism test? Oh, it's you. my autism. I get to choose a special Eli, interest. Be fucking careful. He will talk about this for twenty goddamn minutes. Wait, I've hold. Wait, hold the fuck on. I'm. <laughs> I this talking isn't about even a joke. Time. Yeah, this isn't a joke. Col- okay. <laughs> I'm buckling in. <laughs> Eli, I, no, no, it's, it's, not this, good for it's not good for retention. Oh, no, I've known this man for a couple yeah. of years, and he's been in my house for the last three days. Yeah. This will take 20 this minutes. This will take 20 minutes. And our audience is autistic, so they're yeah. going to love this 20-minute segment. Are you going to yeah. let him talk to you like that? Are you yeah, really going to let him talk to you like that? You better that? like this fucking video. You better subscribe. Mm. Or unsubscribe. It's the name of the podcast. You can do, you can do whatever you <laughs> no, want. No, 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 no. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> no, go on about this bow thing. Well, I hold on. Let me, let me, let me preference this. this. So growing up, dude, I loved archery. And it was like my first thing that really sparked the interest in a lot of stuff. And I remember like I would always try to make my own bows growing up. Eventually, I got good enough to like, and I remember like seventh to eighth grade summer, I was up by a lake and I made a bow and I finally spearfished a creature. I'm not going to say where because technically I think it still violates game and fish law. But I spearfished a creature with a Statute bow that limitations I made. Is you know what? Gone. Yeah. I smoked that fish, dude. It was sick. So then it's like eventually grew up, got into guns, airsoft, became a cop, did the whole YouTube stuff. And I, th- I had a day when I was like, dude. The I- airsoft part was a weird. <laughs> well, it's part of the nerd. It's part, it's part of the like nerdism. Airsoft, police officer games, shit. Right. Okay, I, know, I, know, I know. Yeah. It's, it's all part of the nerd stuff, dude. There's really a bunch of like anime titties around me, bro. Get Damn out of here. Talking about it. Yeah. So, oh, there's plenty of anime in the unsub house. There are no titties. Yeah, you got me there. So it was like the weird, it was like the pipeline of interest. So I came back now. I was like, dude, I have disposable income. I could probably make an episode on this. So I bought an English Warbo from Etsy, dude. I love this. I bought a hundred pound Warbo as like the gateway entry because I was like, dude, I've been working out since I've been in junior high. Bro, that's a fucking metric shit ton. That's for recurb? Well, that's 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 the bottom end of it, dude. That's the bottom end of the power spectrum of the bows. Oh yeah, because the uh, before we go on your tism, is it is the step people, um, the Genghis Khan, the, yeah, the, yeah, the Mongols, the Mongols, yeah. they would have like those huge motherfuckers, yeah. and well, it's their style of how they have to pull it back. All right, you're scratching my surface. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you're stealing my thunder. Let me get there. 
So you can kind of think of it this way. So the English war bow is kind of like the AK of the bow world. While right, you've, you've got me back in. And we're, we're pulling them in. While right. the Mongol like bow is more of the AR of the bow world because it's a really? little more it's a little more complex to make. I would have probably reversed that. Well, here's why. Because yeah, because the, the war bows are, I mean, it's still technically a war bow, I think, for the Mongols if it's above like 80 pound draw. They consider that a war bow, I believe. And that's so, where we were talking recurve bow? It's a recurve bow. Okay. Yeah, so Giant. you got to think it, it bends Giant. different ways. There's a lot of like composite material in that. They're a bit more complicated to make, but they are more efficient. You can shoot them from a horseback. They're not as big, right but on. they have a lot of power. I'm also going fucking tism tangent in this. What do you mean by composite material? So I believe they they took different materials and compressed them together to make those bows. I'm not like too familiar on that. While you take a war bow from the English, which is just a long bendy stick of yew wood. So now they would get those yew from say Spain, Italy. Uh, I think Switzerland, and they would use those as even taxes and import fees during the medieval era. Like they would request, like, hey, if you're a trader, you have to pay the import taxes in you staves. So they would have like, definitely a not France. Definitely not France. Fran the French were like, <laughs> hey, dude, I the French hated English archers. That, yeah. That's where this came from. They would that cut whole, off the yep, fingers. I was going to go yeah. for that exact story. They would yeah. cut off the fingers. So it's a very simple you weapon. Wait, you don't know that story? No, I don't know. So about, I did not. Well, now I'm my brain's like. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I don't know about so th this whole yeah. being an insult in France. Or is, is it France? Well, it's, or, a, it's a, it's a British UK. insult. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. they would they would throw these up to the French like, hey, I still got my fingers. I still got my bow fingers because if they caught the bowmen, they would cut these fingers off. So they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't work the U bow anymore or they'd just kill them or they'd cut them off and then kill them like in a sequential order. You know, of course. I mean? Dude, so back in the day, torture yeah. was pretty gnarly dude Fuck so up. you were basically yeah. just like fucking dabbing on the french like mm -hmm. hey i still have my right, fucking and still got my fingers oh, still got my fingies that's right this is an adamandeve.com ad who wants to have better sex and who wants to have better sex starting immediately best way to get started is head over to adamandeve.com right now this bump Adam and Eve is now offering 50% off of any object. More than that, Adam and Eve wants to make your life easier. They offer discreet shipping, as privacy is a priority. Doesn't matter what you order. G-Van, insert something. G-Van, insert something. G-Van, insert something. All blurred. All those will be packaged discreetly and fast and free shipping. That's 50% off of one item and free shipping. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Head over to adamandeve.com, select one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. And of course, just enter code UNSUB at checkout. That's code UNSUB, U-N-S-U-B at adamandeve.com. That is an exclusive offer for this podcast. That's code UNSUB at adamandeve.com. Babe, let's go ahead. Okay, so composite. Mm. And then you have your U-Bow, much more simple to make, very simple to make, You'd, but they were beefy and thick. And they would have, I think on, there was a ship that went down in the English Channel under King Henry VIII's rule. And on God, that ship, right they oh, found a very hell. thick bow. <laughs> they found a very thick bow that I believe was like a 200-pound draw. So, but then, oh, but then this is where it even gets deeper in the debate because they're saying, How do you well, feed somebody in that era and you, enough to pull a 200-pound bow? And that's the thing, dude. Like, those guys were probably like, what, 5'7 to 5'8? You know, they're like for that height scheme of that era. And, and they had a special technique to draw the heavy bows. I did watch a mm -hmm. video on that. They, it was a special draw yeah. in order. They it, it started low, and then how mm -hmm. they positioned it and drove off the ground is how they... Now, this it, might it, be yeah. the first episode too autistic for YouTube That's retention. That's true, dude. The, the retention beats are not there. Or <laughs> it's going to be like 100. <laughs> it's just space. <laughs> it's it's the first perfect episode yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube's like, what? Call them now. What is it? What did you do? <laughs> 
We talked about those. <laughs> it's just a perfect line. Let him we, cook. We, Let him cook. We talked about bows in history. <laughs> they were so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. So we keep cutting you off. No, no, you're go, fine. Go, you're go, fine. Go. You're I'm fine. So they like... found that there, the, there's this argument where it's like, yes, it's a 200 pound bow, but do you think they would have left it beefy and then they could have shaved it down a little bit to fit a specific archer's pole length? So it's all this stuff in the up in the air. But that's just being said is that that's like the max end of the power spectrum is like the 200 pound draws. And they don't really know for sure. That's just off the wreckage they found from the era. And they had well preserved, like the soot and everything preserved everything in that ship when they pulled it up. That's Crazy. Yeah, I mean, you do find the deformed skeletons of archers from the era, too, where their backs are just so weird and massive and their shoulders are all different. But part of my theory was, could a modern American man, you know, athletic-ish, growing up lifting weights, could he jump into and start pulling a war He just described himself as athletic-ish. Could he jump into and start pulling a war bow? Of, like, at least on the bottom end of the spectrum to the one to the one hundred the one hundred five scale, and I have done it, and like I can I can go rep for rep now. Is my actually the best? No, I mean I'm pushing it now. I was shooting at like seventy feet, and I was able to hit the target, but I'm not like because it's a lot of intuitive like or I mean it's a lot of intuition shooting. So you do like you're not aiming, like you pull it back past your ear almost over to here, and then you're letting and go you're instantly. Letting go. Yeah. Like you're not holding that arrow. Like it's Lord of the Rings when they're like, hold. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, and it's raining too. You're drawing and loosing yeah. instantly. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to. Draw loose. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Because nowadays people, have, people are used to compound mm -hmm. bows where like all that pressure is released at the end. Yeah. And you can, can hold it out here for yeah. fucking half an hour. And I, I think compound bows are cool. It's yeah. just not my flavor of the tism. So that's hence I have gone onto the war bow path. Dude, I love That it. is actually now I get like that. That's me with like ARs and AKs. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Our AR is better at a lot of modern warfare things. Like, yeah, un unmodified, yes. absolutely. Yes. But, you know, AKs, it's like, dude, I fucking, I dig the history behind it. Like, that's just every, the way that, mm -hmm. that mechanically works. Like, that is just my, that's my flavor of tism. And you crush it, dude. Oh, too kind. I know. You even used to be your name. It was so beautiful back then. Yeah, it's uh, almost like I changed it fucking five years ago, and people <laughs> still use it before they <laughs> announce me for a fucking boxing match. Here is that AK guy! I, I love Cody's behind the scenes on that where I'm just like, hey, be sure they use I, I see everybody saying AK guy. I'm like, dude, that hasn't been my name in like five years. I'm like, I do other stuff now. Just if he could just use my name, they're like, oh, I'll make sure it happens. We got the you. AK guy. Yeah. That fight was awesome, by the way, dude. I appreciate that. That was a hype fight. Do you, uh, do you watch it live? Oh, of course I watched it live, dude. I was yelling at the TV. I was like, get those gloves off. Punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. I know he, he watched it live. Yeah, like, I watched. I saw you guys up. in the. I saw. I was like, "Oh, there they go!" Like, I was watching it <laughs> live, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's Eli. There's Tony. Oh, there's Brand. He's fighting, dude. Yeah, it was dude, that fun. was the, that was one of the that was one of the highlights of my life. That was so fucking fun. Yeah, I, I was at a dream core memory, dude. core memory, core memory, and it was it's so fucking fun too. And mm -hmm. I had a good relationship with James even after. Where like it's really really like couldn't have asked for a better introduction to it. Uh, if I lose this election, I'm doing another fight. I, I already made that. You should do it, win or lose. Do one more. Would you just train you up, fucking get you hard? I'm worried about the time commitment yeah. if I win, because I, I also want to do a good job with, the, you know, this other side quest that I've adopted, mm -hmm. which we're already kind of, we're, we're crushing at it right now. Yeah. By the way, if you want to support, you can go to Brandon Herrera for congress.com. Uh, but <laughs> if the, <laughs> we, uh, if, yeah, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, man, if, if I if I end up losing this, I, I want to do another fight, because that was so fucking fun. I think we should all train up and do a fight. Dude, I would a hundred percent. Would you do a YouTube fight? I would love to. Yeah, it's because have you it, ever fought? Yes. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, I was a prior cop. 
Well, I but boxing. <laughs> oh, boxing I mean, fight. Like, like, oh no. Boxing, Muay Thai, BJJ. No, it was always just get my my butt kicked by uh, like DT instructors and then fighting people on the streets like crackheads. Hell yeah, hell yeah. It is a weird. As Brandon will tell you, like getting into the ring with somebody mm. that's trained is the most humbling experience yes. one can have because yes. you're like, why well, can't I even hit him? Mm-hmm. And the weird part too is the adrenaline dump before you get into a fight because you've had the adrenaline dump after a fight, like during yeah. a fight or after a fight. Yep. Yeah, getting it. Three minutes before you fight mm-hmm. is a fucking different animal. And controlling yeah. that heart rate and blood every, yeah. because you start like hyperventilating. Brandon, and then we gave Brandon a new mouthpiece before the fight, so he's getting too much oxygen. Mm-hmm. Oxygen. So he was like, <laughs> Yeah, the, the fucking people, the announcers are like, Herrera looks gassed in the red corner. I'm like, No, I'm getting too much. I'm hyperventilating. Yeah. <laughs> it was so gangster. I was like, Oh, yeah, he's not used to this at no. all. People had have no f- idea, dude. They have no idea what goes into action fighting like that they just think i see red bodies at the floor it's like <laughs> no, dude, no, dude. no not against someone that knows how to fight too yeah. no. you see red you're gonna swing it and it's gonna be like there you go you're gonna wake up counter. yeah yeah <laughs> you're gonna wake up in a couple seconds like, well, is the fight still on? <laughs> bro this brother fucking i should you should just see the other guy it's yeah, like, yeah, hey, he's dude, fine. yeah he's fine. <laughs> blood coming from your eyes like did i win like, no no you didn't pal and then yours like look, his the training going into it was awesome, and then watching that one just a slip and jab that just started mm. connecting. Mm. As you said, it was your Mortal Kombat sweep. Yeah, where you, where you realize you're like, okay, this is one move that like I know he's gonna fucking strike a certain way. I can counter it another way, so where I can take less damage and also hit him solid. It's like, all right, I'm now giving more damage than I'm taking. If mm. I can just keep doing that, and sure enough, before too long, like his he was. The blood was clogging his nose, and I could mm. tell like he just wasn't getting enough oxygen, like starting to tunnel in. So it's like, all right, keep doing that. You just keep like just hitting the fucking off button. Yeah, I'm like, all right, this is a winning combo. He just couldn't, he couldn't stay in. And you yeah, fought man. a tall dude, which is like the hardest thing. Yeah, like reach is a big dude. determining oh. factor. Oh, oh, I haven't talked about this yet. Uh, the original. So I fought a guy who was ten pounds heavier than me. I think five inches taller, five or six inches taller, and then had what his seven reach was seven reach. inch reach, like homeboy. I was like, like, hey, we gotta work on off. this. We gotta work on this angles. <laughs> we gotta, gotta work on that angles, gap. man. That I was, was the, like, they're tall. They're tall. We gotta slip, slip the line. That was the perfect test for me as far as like knowing that like I'm actually using what you guys taught me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, because I couldn't have won any other way. But the original opponent I had, Action Man, is literally a fucking recovered heroin addict. Mm. Kind of piece of shit streamer guy. He got in trouble. He got in trouble. He got in trouble recently. With a so, law or what? Yeah. A, imagine being dumb. Go on. I don't have to imagine. And then take that and make yourself dumber. Uh, so he he was always very nice to me. Yeah. Right? I think he was doing this for clout. I think he even like told me he was doing this for clout. Mm. Uh, he failed medicals because he's a you know heroin addict. Oh yeah, he, uh, but he recently uh, he Jesus went Christ. on stream. He just popped a weapons charge. Oh, because he was on stream. I think um, uh, Umpaville. So, yeah, uh, I watched that video. Today. I just watched yeah, that video. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to Caleb about it today. He uh, <laughs> he fucking he pointed a fucking AR-15 at this you know chick that's in bed, and just saying like to the camera, "Oh, ho, ho, I'm a four-time felon. Isn't this so funny?" Yeah, he got arrested. <laughs> this is on live stream 
Taking his AR and doing this. Oh, dude. Surprise Pikachu, the cop showed up. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Hey, man, you can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, bro. Bro, there's breaking the law and then there's breaking the fucking law. Just being yeah. dumb about it. Just being super stupid about it. You're yeah. like, no, 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 no. That's, oh, dude. It's, it's one thing to like be a, a four-time felon. It's one Four-time felon holding a rifle right. is one thing. To be a four-time felon holding a rifle, talking to a live stream saying you're a four-time felon holding a rifle, and then pointing it at a fucking bystander. That's, yeah, that's kind of very, very scummy behavior. Not great. That, I'm kind of glad that I'm not linked to him. Mm. In that way, no. I do like Oompa gave you that shout out. He was like, "My boy would have beat his ass." <laughs> like yeah, Oompa was just hyping Brandon. I was like, oh, "I like that." Yeah, like a good I, dude. I was in the in the beginning. I was originally like planning to take it to two rounds, like figuring out how to take it to two rounds because I could have beat him in the first. Because that he wasn't training; he was drinks all. He was drinking yeah. like up because he got replaced. He was drinking, smoking, like doing fucking dad this is ribs, a week like up to the fight or two weeks, right? Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, because I think he failed like the last two uh, two weeks out from the fight. Uh, he failed medicals. He literally couldn't get medically approved to be mm-hmm. healthy enough to fight. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Fellas, hey, fellas, we all want to be prepared for that moment. But sometimes, you know, when you're junk, it smells like cheese. <laughs> That's why I'm excited for today's sponsor, Mando. No longer will it smell like Limburger down there. For now, I have deodorant wipes. Damn! Your ball's gonna smell good for 24 hours. Mando's whole body deodorant is designed to tackle the entire body odor. So if you stink, bam, Mando is the cure. Literally, as the package says, a fur pits package and feet. Put it anywhere. Smell good. Bourbon leather is always my go-to for a body wash. Mando's long-lasting, clinically proven formula lasts up to 72 hours. Well, the cologne quality makes you irresistible to anyone watching. Come at me, bros. Mando started pack is perfect for a new customer. It comes with a solid stick of deodorant, cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice. Make the switch to Mando and smell great all day. New customers get $5 off the starter pack with our exclusive code and link. Use code unsubscribe at shopmando.com. And then it was like, hey, cancel opponent, opponent, opponent. And then finally, um, yeah, James, James, yeah, James Mm. signed up for it. And shout out James. He's he's fucking rad. Yeah, it seemed like a really nice guy, dude. Really was. Yeah, we we met up like a week and a half. I later. like you, we were talking about it off camera, but you guys didn't have any of like the unnecessary beef talking. Yeah, you know the like, fake, the, the manufactured. Because like as a as a grown man, like I see that, and it's like it almost feels like WWE ish when you see yeah. it, and you're like, why are you guys talking like this? These little fucker like TikToker dudes. Unless you actually to... have beef with someone and you want to make a good spectacle, like Sands of the Coliseum style. I get it, but. Dude, there is just a boxing and going to that D zone event or whatever it's called, the zine. The zone. The zone. Which you'd never know because their acronyms four fucking letters and it's they terrible. I will say that um oh, what's it? Dean? You Mo the, Dean? Uh, no, Dean, or, the, uh, the the black kid that was tinier and they they pitted him up against the guy he hated, but he was teammates yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. He just had a fight. And I and shout out to him. He fucking broke his hand on the dude's face and dropped him. Damn. Then he on then then he beat his ass and knocked him out for an entire round with only his left hand because he was like, I, he couldn't use his right hand. So he was like, fuck it. And just was teeing off on the motherfucker and dropped him with just his left no hand. No shit. Yeah. I was like, okay, that dude's a fucking warrior That's right there. It, yeah. But he shattered. Uh, it was this bone. It was his middle knuckle just split. Ooh. And oh God, who? I, I'm sorry if I'm fucking this up. Is it Camoza? 
the bare knuckle guy. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, he. I think like uh, when he won his his title, he or his, his his big fight, he won it after he got his jaw broken. Ooh, my dude, those bare knuckle dude, those are fucking brutal. different breed, bro. Different. Their breed. teeth are pushing like yeah. uh, crit or rockhold. Uh, Luke, yeah, Luke, yeah, Luke yeah, fucking Luke had his, chipped his. He had one dude. tooth like gone, and then the other one was like through his lip. Like he got fucked up. At first, I didn't understand why he called it on that fight, and then I saw the pictures. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah I don't think I'd want to fight either. Dude, I like Luke Rockhold a lot, man. He's, He's a, a cool guy. He was he was cracking up after the one of his fights with the JRE, and he was like, "Luke, what happened?" He's like, "I'm old, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking old. I'm fucking, yeah, yeah. It just, it just happens." So, what with you? What are mm. you doing? Um, first, I want to hear just one of your favorite police time reservation stories. Oh yeah. I know you got two or three. I've got a few. I got they hit you in flashbacks, man. There was one I think of with this one woman, and uh, she was like a five foot nothing, three hundred pound woman. <laughs> so a ball, uh, just a sphere, a big old, big old, a sphere, big old massive woman, dude. Well, big old women in San Antonio. <laughs> big, big old woman, dude. <laughs> I rested this chick a few times, like three times. I remember one in particular. She was huffing spray paint, or it was like she was huffing something while driving. So this is a repeated offender? Yes. Yeah. It was either like DUIs or drug charges. And there's like, like the tolerances on the res are like nothing. So this one, she was huffing something. She hit a no texting and driving sign while she was driving, bailed out of the car, and was trying to get home across the desert at night. And, like, you got to think this is on a res, so it's, like, pitch dark. Dark. And so we go looking for this person. We don't know who it is in the middle of the desert. And we're sort of beat-bottom along. And what happened was this this fat woman fell into, like, a desert crevasse by, like, a riverbed. And it would have been, like, a, like she didn't, like, break anything miraculously. But it was, like, a 20-foot probably slide down. And she's, like, stuck in this little wedge of dirt. And I remember thinking, like, the fire department guys were there. I was there. I was looking at her. I was like, hey, do you guys got, like, a winch or something to get this lady out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, there's no it's way. It's a crane game. You guys are like, go. Oh. She was but so you get one like, chase and it goes back. <laughs> she's so short and fat. I'm like, dude, I'm not carrying this chick out. I'm gonna drag her up. Like I'm you, strong. I'm not that strong. I just dude. imagine you guys like hillbillying that shit where you're like, all right, redneck ingenuity. Yeah. You wrap it around her, try pulling her out, and she's so heavy, it just cinches and cuts her in half. Hey, you guys got that thing from Jurassic Park that used to lower the cows into the water after it. Clever girl. Clever. <laughs> I was like, that's that one, dude. That one always sticks out to me. I think about it. Just like imagine she's so like short and fat of a person. Imagine her's like, I can get home. And she's like running across the desert and just pitch black and she's high off like huffing paint and just like like boom into a riverbed, dude. I just picture her looking down. You have this like just balloon in this little face. Just silver spray paint right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank God it was silver. That way they could find her outside yeah. of the highway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. And then they're just lowering you. I just picture you. They like harness you and you have to go down and grab yeah. her. And then they raise you yeah. back up. You're yeah. the claw machine. It's like interstellar, dude. I start spinning with her. <laughs> All right, so, so what's the weirdest thing you ever saw as a cop? Oh, man. This depends. Sometimes things hit me that I totally forgot about. Weirdest thing, dude. It's kind of like asking us, like, what's the weirdest thing we've seen in our career? Yeah. It's like, dude, I've seen some wicked shit in the last 10 years. It was just crazy mm -hmm. stuff, man. Like, just really weird situations that you roll into that, like, that doesn't prepare you for in the academy. 
I remember one call. It was like a, a transgender woman had stabbed another woman at a house. I remember we're going a to the house. Transgender woman is in like a dude a transitioning dude, to chick. Dude to chick stabbed okay. another chick at that house. Yeah. So you show up to a house. There's always like chaos going on. You're trying to figure out what's going on. You start clearing the house. You get him out. But I remember being in the like the like just a weird situation. It's like you get into the <laughs> living room, and the living room on the and like some of the res houses are just not kept up. The living room has nothing but no. like dog piss and dog shit all in the living room on this carpet. I'm being like gross. <laughs> 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 this is gross, dude. And like where's our, where's our suspect? I want to step in any doo doo. Like yeah, I remember that. Just being I, like this is. I remember thinking like I gotta get out of here. This job's weird, man. <laughs> Like this YouTube thing really has to like, work. God, please work, dude. This YouTube ball of cloud thing, please take off. Please take off. Yeah, remember that. Eli, wake up. Huh? I know that the ghost bed pillow is super comfortable and has cooling technology, but we're shooting an ad right now. You mean this ghost bed pillow? That With one. Cooling technology? Cooling technology. It's hot in Texas, but that's cool. Eli, I know you're cooler than the backside of a pillow, but with Ghost Bed, you don't have to turn the pillow over. It has cooling technology. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty. Some even have 25. And you can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it back. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. I have hard feelings for Ghost Bed. I have a hard feeling for you. I'm really hard. The pillows have cooling technology. And so do the mattresses. The mattresses do too. <gasps> hey, Cody, did you know GhostBed also offers bundles? Bundles? You get everything you need. Just choose from your four mattresses and pick your bundle. So whether you need a mattress and a frame, or you just want to choose it all. Like their cooling pillows and sheets. You can get the best bang for your buck. Right now, GhostBed is offering 50% off everything. If you use the code unsubscribe, click the link in the description or go to ghostbed.com slash unsubscribe. That's right, ghostbed.com slash unsubscribe and get 50% off right now. My, oh God, this is probably a little dark. Go on. Um, like mm. showing, uh, I was at uh, the the room the other day, I was showing Cody like a video of, uh, like somebody like that they had found or it was, it was not a body, but it was like just showing the, the aftermath of somebody who like, they, they basically found a dead body in a home mm -hmm. and it was like two weeks later Ooh. and it, they had just melted through yeah. the couch kind of thing. And it was like head dripped down to the stairs mm -hmm. onto another couch, oh. like that sort of thing. And he's like, I just show it to him like, damn, look at this. This is kind of fucked up. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a typical week in policing. Yeah. Did he say people soup? Yeah. Yeah. He said yeah. people soup. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's so crazy, like, those stories, because mine are so different than that. Police stories, I'm like, man, it's so messy, I could never do it. And then in my stories, I'm like, yeah, it's just another day in yeah. Iraq. I think the Combat. nice thing is Bro, the, the like, nice Imagine thing. it from my perspective. I did, like, real estate, then law school, and then YouTube. Like, yeah. Dude, I didn't see any of this shit. Well, to be fair, I grew up in Fayetteville, uh, so that was kind of a combat you did zone. Yeah, you did tour, dude. Pointy yeah. guns at a lot of people. That was your own war zone. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your service. I think the fuck weird thing is 9-11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I joke around about that with like a bunch of military guys. They're like, well, uh, like, have you ever served? I'm like, no, 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 no. Never did anything like that. But I did a 25-year tour in Fayetteville. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, damn. Like, God, God bless your son. <laughs> like, yeah. God damn, I want to deal with that. I think that it's the seeing the horrors of what you live around, like, at home. I think that's what gets me, you know? Well, that's what makes it more like for me, it was so far removed from everything. Yeah, yeah. you had like getting home and you're like, where's my gun at? Freak out. But for the most part, I'm like, man, pretty very safe for the most part. Yeah, you're you know. separate completely mm. from that. Like war is war. And mm. I was like, come home. I'm like, OK, I'm back in yeah. civilization. I'm not getting shot at every day. Yeah. And then when we talk to like the guests we've had on recently, it is that crazy distinction between like 
I know my experience is very rare uh, across the board getting shot out more than twice. Mm-hmm. And then talking to individuals like you've been shot at. I'm like, Oh, a lot. Like fucking I've been in probably like 40 or 50 gunfights. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> now that I'm like thinking about it, cause it was every day we were just like, yeah. Oh, we're walking out. Yeah. I remember laughing at my buddies cause they took a sniper round yeah. and I got a, I was overhead cover and I couldn't find the sniper. Silly came and he's like, why'd you shoot back? I was like, I didn't know where the fuck they were. I just watched you guys run like bitches. <laughs> cause I fucking, yeah. you see fucking first squad. Just like, ah! <laughs> they just I start think- running down the way. I'm like, hey, where is this guy? <laughs> that was my favorite story. I think from, you know, as a watcher of the podcast, it was a habitual. Yeah, uh, he was. He was on. He was talking about like uh, the the video he showed his mom of like the fucking like t- way too close fucking airstrike, and like all the guys just start laughing. Like, well, why? Why is that funny? Because we're okay. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. That's you're not dead. Yeah. Always. And that's all it is. You're just like. I've told it too. It's like every time they're like, we're dropping the JDAM on that bridge to drop it. Everyone's heads down. <laughs> And then you wait because <laughs> you're like 500 pounds. Okay. Yeah. We're not, li- we're watching this entire explosion go down. You tell me they're dropping a bomb. That's worth more than my net salary ever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to watch that. I'm fucking watching. Yeah. That is my entire platoon's net worth. Yeah. yeah dude, like I've got to see this shit. <laughs> everyone. That's what everyone does. Just like showing force with like F 16s or whatever the f- jets are there. Like, Hey, do you want us to show force? And we're like, yeah, I don't even know what that means. Neither, the thing yeah. is, neither does the enemy. No. You think they understand the combat capabilities of a fucking F-22 or whatever the fuck? Like the, and all, that's all they would do. They would just do a low pass and drop, fly up. And I was like, well, what's this mean? And we were like, oh, that's all of us just have no idea what a <laughs> fucking show of force with a flyover. Because we've done show of force with like. Did it ever work? Mm. Oh, yeah. They don't fuck around. Like we've done. We would just engage. It'd be like, hey, we need a show of force yeah. right here. There's bad guys shooting. It, they would just start dropping artillery. <laughs> but okay. And then you see nothing. We started doing death blossoms. Uh, it is when we get engaged by an ID and like small arms fire. It's like, okay, we're just going to shoot the fuck out of everything in this general vicinity. And that also stopped people returning fire. Like yeah. we stopped getting weird. ID. Yeah. Like ID blast, everything would just instantly. Dude, stop if I was like, a terrorist nah. and I was trying to take pot shot, you guys, and I saw like a jet fly overhead, I'd been like, "Oh, dude, I'm gonna take the day off. I'm gonna head home. I'm gonna head home for a little bit." <laughs> dude, we would have drive at night. You know what? I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna pray about this for yeah. a while and yeah. see if this was a good call. Yeah, listen, I'm not. I'm not opposed to dying for a law, <laughs> <laughs> but today doesn't seem like a good day. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We're gonna postpone the 72 version thing. Well, I'll be back. All right, it's gonna happen. It's not today. Yeah, we drive in a nightmare. It was just driving home. We were just, it was a late night through one of the main, main MSRs back uh, by Bakaba. Bakaba is like the Olive River province. Mm-hmm. Just cruising, just cruising. And I'm in the front striker on the gunning seat. I'm like, I was like, huh, wait, everyone stop. Just everyone stopped. I'm like, I don't think they know we're here because they're digging a hole in the road. <laughs> and oh, we're just God. looking at thermals with the 50 cal. Like dragging the giant shell over. It's like a high fence hunt. Yeah. Like, this doesn't seem deserved. Oh, Brandon, <laughs> see, you got it wrong. This is the MGS 50 cal. This doesn't seem deserved. It's a video <laughs> game screen. Yeah. This is just like. 
Well, the good. The, ther- <laughs> the thermals present, uh, prevent PTSD. Exactly. So yeah. all it takes is a red screen. And you're like, hey. You, you see a screen, oh, you see some white heat, and then uh, all of a sudden uh, the spicy memories go away. I just hate it. You could. You're like, you see it in photo, like a picture, and you're like, I can't. Thermo. Okay, now I can. Yeah. <laughs> That's the different chance. Like, they literally did a study. You know about that, right? No, I did not. Oh, yeah, no, that like legitimately was, was that, that was like a DOD thing. They're like, yeah, let's start integrating a lot of thermals on stuff that, you know, maybe doesn't need thermal, but uh, we've seen studies show that uh, that prevents large scale PTSD. I mean, it makes a lot of sense because you have that disconnect instantly from all of that. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, it's it's a white mist now. I could be misquoting that. I I, I no, I, I genuinely I, I remember 100% seeing that because it makes sense for um, aircraft drones, drones, drone strikes, and everything like yeah. that. Because now you're just looking at little white dots run that turn into white paintballs. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, paintballs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, Call of Duty groomed us to be like sociopaths, dude. Dude, I will, I will say there, there were like some like in the early days, especially of uh, the Ukraine uh, war, like the the fucking I think it was the uh, Azov Battalion, like their BTR crew, where you saw that one where they were just like lighting up this APC, and then they saw the dudes hiding behind it, and you see. <laughs> they just started lighting. They started skipping rounds off the pavement, and just <laughs> the mist behind oh. it. It's like, damn, man, I. Dude, I hate that the invasion happened. Like, I hate that like the, the the world has to be in fucking global conflict right now. But goddamn, that video is satisfying. Great for stock prices. <laughs> yeah, be sure to leave cookies and milk out for Raytheon and Lockheed. <laughs> Live loud, Lockheed Martin. Dude, it's crazy because I do war against the uh, like anyone that has technology. What you like, guys did with mm, the um, drones—that's mm. absolutely fucking terrifying yeah, like, to me. I'm like. Yes. What do you do against that shit? Near peer warfare is gonna be wild. It's crazy to see how they went back to trenches so quick. Like no one wants to be above ground, dude. No. It is gnarly. Although that, but we're regressing. The fact yeah. that they went back to trenches is mm-hmm. why they're using shit like drones too. Yeah. So it's kind of it's it's interesting to see new factors that it's like thick. Mm. We we haven't really figured out effective ways to counter this mm-hmm. that will be obvious in thirty years, right? Yeah. We haven't found the thing. Because we did the warlock system overseas, which is just those things on the back of a strikers or vehicles, which block out radio frequencies. Mm-hmm. So that way they can't detonate. So then they're just wire control detonation of IEDs. And they'd run props to them because they would run yeah. that fucking wire really far down a house just in line of sight, like a few blocks away, clack it off that way. Mm-hmm. Once they've seen the um, warlock system, it's like, oh, I mean, we they, they have to be smart. Oh yeah, and all, the, I, all the dumb ones were probably dead by then. And I, well, I always give it props. It's the the argument. It's like, what are you gonna do against the U.S. military? It's like, trust me, I've experienced yeah. what they can do against the U.S. Yeah. military with an AK, some fertilizer, and some explosives. They they're very what mixture of fertilizer, Eli? I don't know yes, how much. Would, Would you, you like to out? say that on the internet? <laughs> Oh, and so we just start t- training. Kenny K's like, dude, I went to federal prison for this. I'm like, did, did I, oh, God, I haven't told this story. Actually, I haven't told this story ever. Uh, I I got blocked by FPS Russia back in the day. And like Kyle, now I've talked, I've been on his podcast, you know, PKA like mm-hmm, a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, love Kyle, love, like, love all those guys. I got blocked by him when I was really young because I was one of those anarchist cookbook kids. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. I was, <laughs> you I was, don't say, Congressman. <laughs> <laughs> I was building bombs in my backyard at 16. Like, I was, yeah. yeah, and I used to do a lot of fucking wild shit. You're like, peroxide? 
and that don't mix together. The cat died. Okay, next one. I was building some serious shit and blowing up freezers when I was like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember uh, seeing a post where he did like, well, this is a really proprietary mixture, blah, blah. I started like Tannerite, like binary explosives or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in the, in the, the comments, I'm like, it's really not that hard. All you have to do is mix blah, 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 blah. And I just like went, nah, you know, powdered, blah, 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 blah. Like in the different mixtures. Like, why am I blocked from commenting on FPS Rush's <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> I've never told Kyle that story. Base, 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 base. Like, hey, bro, why'd you block? Me? I was, I was <laughs> so young at the time. Shot. It's like I was, I was old enough to know how to make an IED, but young enough to not understand why that was a problem. You don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Right? <laughs> yeah, My brother in Christ, you're scaring the hose. <laughs> now, we are. 45 minutes into this podcast, the hoes are gone, my friend. They're, they don't they don't they don't live here, dude. They don't live. Here. Women don't exist on the internet. Everybody knows that. So, Mr. Admin, what's your next big what what are you trying to get into next? You got your your mask unveiling. Right. Your co- your content's already crushing. Like I oh, always thank love you. you. Thank Cinematography. You. What's your next like what are your next big uh steps that you want to take? I would like to get into some short films. Uh <gasps> my brother. Shit, that's that's what I'd like to get into. I don't want to say too much just because, like, the zeitgeist, like, when you start putting stuff out there, let's talk after this, right? We'll talk after that. That was some Eli ASMR, yeah, that was. I don't want to put too much out there, but that's the goal. I kind of want to say that, you know, that that there is like the plan of short films because so much of what I love is movies and how can I create my own movies. So, that's like the goal. You know? I think that'll be good for you. Like, yeah. I really do. Because, like, I, like as long as I've known you, you've always been, like, a, a big movie guy. Like, you're always mm-hmm. quoting movies. You're mm-hmm. always trying to, like, figure out how to, like... From, from day one, even, like, before most people even get yeah. into cinematography and stuff like that, you're always trying to, like, plan your content around shots. Well, right. I mean, I mean, to me, movies speak to me on such a deep, visceral level. And then I think there's a thing where Hollywood fails guys like us. They really drop the ball on a lot of stuff. I mean, eventually stuff... Especially the last 20 years. Pretty much, yeah. Stuff does shine through that's really good, and you're like, that's awesome. But for the most part, it's never, like, fully there, or they miss a few things, like details, or the me- there's, like, hidden messaging to make try and make it woke, and you're like, ah, it's just, like, it's not there yet, you know? So they're kind of doing a disservice to us because they want, like, BlackRock investors. So if, you, if I can go outside of that and make stuff that's... There's no message. It's just pure awesomeness is the goal, and then it's for guys like us, essentially. Especially with like modern Hollywood all has to go before a board before they release it. And that's where Mm. real creativity gets killed. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. If only we other we knew other companies that had issues with a board killing good content. Yeah. One we don't know any. Don't know a single one. (laughs) We'll go Swiss on this one. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's crazy. Single company made out of good people trying to do good content, getting kneecapped by a board. (laughs) That's crazy, right? Wild. Crazy. I was crazy once. Step into 2024 with confidence. Thanks to Manscaped, we're revolution through Nick. As the new year approaches, why not make your self-appearance a breeze by keeping your body well-groomed? Introducing the Manscaped Performance Package 5.0 Plus Premium Ultra. Razors, beard cream, brushes, cowboy hats, ultra. The ultimate inclusive kit to help you feel clean cut and confidence as you should. 
featuring the powerhouse lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. This next-gen trimmer ensures precision and ease when tackling your toughest hairs. So kick off 2024 with the trim above the rest and use code unsub at manscaped.com and save yourself 20% off and free shipping. What are some of your resolutions this year? <laughs> Minus to trim the twig and berries because the tree looks bigger when shrubs aren't around. What about you, Cody? What are you gonna do? I'm shaving my pubes. Audience, do you know what I love about Manscaped stuff? It's waterproof. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts for you. The Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag. Now, resolutions may come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to stay thanks to Manscaped's latest and greatest. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code UNSET. Happy New Year's to your balls. I didn't know Crazy. you were so big into movies and shit. I'm pissed we don't talk more, bro. Oh, dude, I love movies. We should talk more. What the fuck? Do you realize that's like all I... I will out-tism him on cameras any goddamn day of the week. Oh, yeah, I know this. Oh, this is like movies and that, like directing, mm. Brandon. Like, we have our new project that we're working on that's still... Mm. Which... Have we filled him in at all? I've showed him some of the stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah he's, uh, well, yeah, he has, he's never met director Eli. Oh. Director Eli is a different person. Yeah. Like for those who don't know, as soon as Eli gets that little director cap on and he does insist on wearing a different cap, uh, it, it's a different human being. That's what mm. show. And I, I forgot. No one sees that side of me. So show is just like, what the fuck is this version of you? It's like, that's my bread and butter. Yeah. That's my tism. Like, hey, I need this. Hey, stop talking. I need this. Hey, hey shut the fuck up. Hey, you cocksucker. Move over there. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. Get off my set. <laughs> well, I'm still yeah. respect. Like, why the fuck are you here? Eli, you invited me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, fuck going, you. Huh, huh. Yeah. Where's my soy half calf? Yeah. Dude, it's the stuff I love, like, because, I like, Tarantino, mm -hmm. the individuals that are successful on their own, they thankfully don't have to answer to anyone. They build such a gravitas, they can kind of do their own thing. Yeah, yeah. and it's fucking They are the boys. Exactly, yeah. and that's as it should be with film, especially getting mm -hmm. into any space. Where it's like doing. you let creatives do the thing they're good at, and then good shit happens. Yeah. Hate that idea. Let Fuck us rewrite it mm -hmm. to make everyone else happy. It will crush every <laughs> fucking time. A board full of people that have no successes to their name. <laughs> oh no, they know better than we do. You saying I got to answer the money man? I don't know about that. Okay, so what kind of movies would you make if you're going into shorts and movies? What style? Well, it would definitely be stuff that would speak to our crowd. So military law enforcement guys. So getting it right for those guys, for it to be accurate, to where you watch it and they go, "Yeah, that's real," you know, stuff like that. And then even other just human stories that are a little bit more interesting, but or comedies too. So that that's just the goal, and that's something that I want to start getting into. So it's we'll see, dude. We'll see if I can pull it off. You should talk to Cody about some of his stuff. We we need to talk after this. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a good fucking Ooh, teasers, good, good group of boys. Yeah, it's a good group of boys. Especially with come the here. other project with mm -hmm. which will fund an exorbitant yeah. amount of things. Dude, mm -hmm. some people have no idea. Like shit's gonna get fucking real in the next six months. People yeah. don't know like what's been going on behind the scenes. That's exciting. we don't just sit and drink all day. We do well. We do that, but we do it's, other to, stuff. it's to cope with the stress. Yeah, exactly. Of of the massive talent. Crazy. I was, I was crazy once. <laughs> they put me in a room, a, a rubber, rubber room. room. A rubber room with rats. And rats <laughs> make me crazy. 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 I, I was, was crazy, crazy once. once. They put me in a room, a rubber room, a rubber room with rats. Wait, what are your top five movies? I want to know this now. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask you too. Yeah, but right God, now, I've, I'm got on a, the, I've got a moment. I'm on yeah. the cinema. I'm, I'm on the cinema train. I'm like, yes, let's go. Master and Commander, Gladiator, Rogue One, Saving Private Ryan. Rogue One. 
Rogue One's awesome, dude. I love Rogue One. That's Rogue Rogue five is that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's shit. so it's such Gareth a Evans. good Star Wars movie. It doesn't feel like Star Wars. Gareth Star Evans Wars is the director of that one, right? I think. Yes. I think. Did I he think just so. do the creator? Is yeah, that, he just did that too. Because the creator has a similar vibe and feel. Yeah, to so Rogue both one. he did. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. creator just came out. That was shot mm-hmm. on that Sony FX thirty. They actually, yeah. little known fact: if you look in the background, a lot of those. They saved so much budget on that movie because mm-hmm. they just filmed it on location. Yeah. So well, it was an eighty million dollar budget, which sounds like a lot, but for Hollywood, that's nothing. That's nothing, especially for how many episodes? Because that yeah. was multiple series, or is that for one? the creator? It was just one movie. Okay, it was a movie. Yeah. So eighty million. The VFX on the, that, uh, but did you notice in the background a lot of those beach scenes? Mm. There's literally just parties going on in the background because they did not rent out locations. They filmed they on stole shots. Yep, that's sick, man. They would film like there would be parties going on at tiki bars, and they'd yeah. be like, "Fuck it, we don't care. Yeah. Film it. You that's can't sick, tell what's going dude. on." And that then they work around it. Yeah. Yeah. So gangster. That is sick. Is that just like a depth of focus cheat or mm-hmm. yeah? Because they're like, eh, it's especially outside. You, okay, outside, if you're filming on anamorphics, the rule is 5.2. And then if you're mm-hmm. interior, it's five, uh, 2.8. I love when we activate Tizmi, like, because he's just like, uh, well, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm yeah. like, you guys have a Sony FX30. You better be shooting on S Log 2. Or are you shooting on S Log 3? Okay, that's fine too. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're going to switch to S Log too. So. <laughs> it's because right. the, the dynamic range, you have one more stop. Uh, that's the reason you do that. But and if you don't want to, you don't have to because uh, color correction and post, it adds more time on it. So if you can get a lot, like I use the Panasonic S3, uh, S52X, uh, and the reason I use that is because you can build, burn in the LUT. So in post, it saves you a lot of time because then you just add a 10% saturation, or sorry, 10 on saturation and then uh, five on contrast, and you have it dialed all the way the fuck in without using LUTs. I understood all of that. We're gonna we're gonna go back and clip that. Yeah, we're gonna get that. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna get that. Are you back. using DaVinci da Resolve? No, I'm on Premiere. You? Oh my God! Just uh, do you want him? Yeah. Like Why? He's, he's done. Sorry. All right. That the Elitism was like full of it because of that shit. We just spared you about five minutes. <laughs> you have no oh, idea. Be good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. I had a fifth movie. I couldn't think of anything. It's tough. The movie, That's a tough. That's a tough draw. My movies fluctuate around, man. But those are like those are the first four that came to mind. It's probably a fifth in there somewhere. Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow is really good. It's pretty fucking. It's probably good. one of the best movies. Of like the modern era, I would say. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Like, it's great sci-fi. There's no wokeism to it. It's just a great story. It takes a lot of com- it combines Saving Private Ryan with Groundhog Day. It looks yeah. awesome. It's and it's it's got good comedic beats too. Yes, on top of having yes. a solid story, it, and it doesn't sacrifice the story for the comedy. No, no I fucking it, love. Yes, it's like when he's starting to wake up, and it's like. Poof, Wake up, soldier. Yep. Wake, Wake up, up, soldier. Yeah. And you just have it over and over. And Tom Cruise. He's like, no, no, no. no. It's fine. It's fine. I'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. I just need a moment. I need, like, just give me, okay, do it. Yeah. <laughs> just instantly gun. Such what a good movie. Top five. So I'm a big Scorsese nerd. Uh, I like. Solid choice. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. No particular order. Wolf of Wall Street, uh, The Aviator. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite fucking movies. Um, it's still one of yours. Saving Private Ryan. It's yeah. Fucking masterpiece. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go for it. I was going to say the sound design in Same Private Ryan alone is phenomenal. When you you really like look and break down a lot of content, we know the guy. It was one of the first. Well, we do know the guy. Oh my god! It was one of the first movies that fucking cared. Yeah, you love you love this. Do you know who the guy was? 
Uh, Kevin Brittingham. He helped really? with the sound design on no that. No kidding. Yeah. That is crazy. They drew a bunch of shit out of his collection. No. That is awesome. Oh, yeah. We discussed it when he was on the podcast. We had no idea. We were all shitting. We parts. all we're got like, what, Kevin? Well, we all got blackout drunk with him. And then he did that. that is crazy, man. Dude, he did Blackhawk Black Hawk Down. Um, Saving Private Ryan. He had a, like, he rattled off a couple big ones. Yeah. Mm. And then he passed out blackout drunk at the bar. <laughs> he he was a- asleep on the bar. We were I'm like, I-, I have a hundred millionaire passed out in the back of my Raptor. Like, I don't <laughs> it's know. the weight of massive talent, my man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a- he's a ta- I, li- I like the way he lives. He's just a, he's a talented and genuinely fun mm. individual. He's one of the best humans. Those are like solid movies. Those are like sci-fi. You have your different like mm. war. So you guys are more into action war movies. I would say so. Yeah, that's happened. Like not just action for the sake of action, but it's happened to the human element too. Because it's like, I mean, the reality of, of conflict, of any sort of fighting, is that you're just a human, right? But when guys can do feats that are above and beyond, that's always interesting. But then there's always just the grind that is. It's not like you're, you're not going to, you're not the main character. You're going to get just evaporated, you know? So I also like rise and fall stuff. Yeah. Like the, the other movie I was going to, uh, cause I was like my, the fourth one I think I was going to name was, uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Mm. And I actually watched that at your house, like fucking three, four years ago. One of the best. I do such a good movie. I've probably watched it three yeah. times since then. Great fucking movie. Do you know, I was going to say you would love this. The movie that lives rent free a lot of times is hostiles. Never seen that with Christian Bale, where he is. Um, it's towards the later half of the Indian Wars, and he's a, a captain in the U.S. Mm. Army. He has to escort an old Cheyenne chief that he to it, and then it is where he he has the problems of who's the bad guy, who's the good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good fucking movie. That was a good like, movie. Admit, look at you with yeah. your movie. Now. Ooh, fifth movie, The Outlaw Josie Wells with Clint Ooh, Eastwood. Okay, I have yeah. not watched that. What? That is one of the best films ever made. I'm a text he's like a, to me. He's mm-hmm. a former Confederate that like his whole uh his whole unit goes to turn themselves in. Uh the union basically ambushes them and just like tries to gun them down because they have like a notorious like guerrilla group. Mm-hmm. And he has to basically go on the run and it's his whole drive west as like a disgraced former Confederate. Mm-hmm. And it Clint Eastwood just that is one of his best roles. Dude, I love like it's Clint, Clint Western. Clint Eastwood, how he directs is one of the greatest thing ever. Cause have you ever read how he directs? I heard it was like the one take. Yeah. yeah, and he has some of the best lines. You have, I love hearing actors and how they interact with the yeah. directors. Was it Matt Damon? I Matt think? Damon yeah. with um, the uh, South African movie? No, Matt Damon with uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, oh, Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah, oh, yeah. Spielberg is the, the one yeah, when yeah. Matt Damon's like, oh, I, I think I'll nail this take. Just, hey, let's do it one more time. Spielberg looks at him, he's like, or I can go get an actual actor who can get a good take. And then we can do this one any other time. <laughs> he just walked away. And that's Matt Damon's like, that was, that's when I was humbled of uh, my time. I need to just shut the fuck up and listen to the director and actually know my part yeah. that yeah. time. Whereas um, Clint Eastwood is very big on one takes. And yeah. he's like, and go. And he just listens mm-hmm. and just lets the actors play it out mm-hmm. as they see fit. And you're like, okay, this is completely. And then you have Tarantino who... You have to do exactly his script. Mm-hmm. There is no modifying his script. You read the line verbatim, or you you're just yeah, off the fucking yeah. 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 And that's how it goes. And you're like, oh Dang. man, this is uh huh, weird. We talked about this one with um the bear Jew, who the bear Jew was actually oh, uh, supposed, uh, to be. supposed to be. Adam Sandler. 
Did you know that? I did not know that. That's yeah. why they, the reveal. they do the big reveal, the long reveal, yeah. and it's he walks out of the shadows, you know, Adam Sandler. It was supposed to be Adam Sandler as the bear Jew. I was like, fuck, and it was, that was so fucking good on was that. It, was it a thing where Adam couldn't land the lines? No, he couldn't. He he was filming like something filming else. Filming conflict, oh, I think. Yeah. Which who the oh, fuck God. would turn down a Tarantino movie? Yeah. For That's like, crazy, Dude, man. I would cancel the fucking birth of my child over there. Like, <laughs> that, that, yeah. Baby, we're getting abortion. <laughs> no, like, sweetheart, just just squeeze it in. Yeah, just hold it. Keep hold. it in. I need 24 I'll be around for the next round. Uh, Put tape yeah. up. <laughs> Baby ain't coming out right now. I'll be around for the next kid. Come on. I got to do a Tarantino. But just those, Kegel that shit for 24 hours, honey. I believe in you. I'll be back, sweetheart. Those are like, uh, do you watch any Westerns? It mm. seems you're getting into Westerns. Yeah, I mean, Westerns are such a good classical story, right? So, I mean, it's I love 310 to Yuma. Hostiles was one that I got on. That was a good one. Some other ones. Like Westworld, kind of, but that's, that's a good sci-fi show for, like, for the cowboy stuff. But And you have the olders with any of the claims with Good, yeah, Bad, Ugly. True. Yeah. What are, uh, Still blows my mind that you've not seen the, the outlaw Josie Wells. You've seen mm. it. I hate it. Right? Mm. You know, is, is that the one where he has the uh, poncho? Or is that a different one? The good, bad, and the ugly. That's good, bad, and the ugly. Bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm shocked neither of you have seen that. Now I have mm. to watch it. I'm like, oh, like I love boys, cow- you going to pull those pistols or whistle Dixie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that's a... I haven't seen it, though. I know what that line's from, It's though. a good fucking movie. It's one of those movies that's got, like, 12 great bits in it. Like, the whole movie together, like, the pacing's a little slow. It's a 70s movie. I love but- movies, but I don't, I don't catch them all sometimes. Yeah. Stuff slips through the cracks, man. Yeah. And recently... We'll, we'll fix that. Recently, you have... I mean, most recent movies, I'm like... Yeah, you guess a, a good few war movies in there, but for the most part. Yeah. Did you see The Covenant? Why does that sound familiar? It's what? the new uh, fucking Guy no. Ritchie movie that's the war movie. Oh, with, my uh, God. I, I did watch that. I've heard, a I've lot heard of everybody, everybody loves it except prior military yeah. guys. They're like, this is the worst war film I've ever fucking seen. Which is weird. I love Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I love Guy Ritchie, too. He's very When I heard he was doing that, that movie, I was like, that doesn't fit his style. To no. me, because he did Aladdin and he like, which doesn't fit his style to me. And then he did this. He did like, Aladdin. Yeah. Yep. You're With fucking Smith, kidding yeah. me. Oh no, honey, what is you doing? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't fit. Like to me, it doesn't fit like a guy. Because I loved no. King Arthur, and King Arthur didn't do well, but I thought it was an awesome movie. Like with his style. It was it was sick. But again, when I heard like Aladdin or The Covenant, I was like, that doesn't feel like a Guy Ritchie genre no. i think he could uh, you're right even with how his shooting style is mm. doesn't match a war movie because you had to have those punchy transition shots or mm. like hey we're in this problem then it's that quick like reload just go for the, the shaky Rick. cam follow action shit like you could do that in guy Ritchie style but like just what makes a good action sequence just well, i think it not. doesn't fit the war movie style of like war movies are supposed to be like epic and kind of heavy like a guy Ritchie is supposed to be a little more like Black Hawk Down, epic and heavy, mm. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. There is it lets it breathe where Guy Ritchie doesn't let no. movies breathe. Yeah. Like he's like, hey, I'll breathe right here, but I need punch, 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 punch. Same for um, mm. uh, the director for uh, oh god dang it, um, Shaun of the Dead or mm. oh uh, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, god damn it. What is his name? Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a very good physical comedy beat director. Yeah, but couldn't do a war movie. I'm sorry if it. this is boring as shit to those of you who don't give a fuck about film. I love this. No, oh, this really. is... Well, We're the, this is all of artism, I think, yeah, combining. Like, we, we, fucking, it took yeah. us an hour, but we found out where to hone in. Where to our, converge our in, yeah. 
Longbows too far. Yeah. Longbows and then I was like the step people. I love the step people. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Genghis Khan history? I, I heard Genghis t- Khan once or twice. Yeah. yeah. We, had little, history. we had a couple little uh divots into racism left and right, but other than <laughs> well, that, you know, we there were many good. such cases, my lord. We, we made it on we made it on brand. So what is your gonna uh, your first short film? What's it going to be about? Uh, we can talk. I can't talk about it on camera yet. Can't talk. Really? Yeah. Because I want to. I'll tell you guys off camera. But for now, I want to keep it close to the chest. Ooh. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Secret. God Mm -hmm. dang it! Son of a biscuit. Yeah. Okay. What are some new? Can you talk about YouTube content? Sure. Absolutely. Coming. Yeah. Well, we did the the one today. Yeah, we did. We, the, yeah, we did two. Yeah, sure. we did two videos. We did two videos. So we did the top it. five yes. today <laughs> with Brandon. Don't do a tinkle. That's okay. Yeah. We got you. Uh, w- one of my things to do on the channel, I did the top five where I'll go yeah. to my buddies that have cool gun collections. And Brandon has probably one of the best gun collections of all my gun tube friends. It, oh. is a, it is a really good collection. I've seen guys that have a lot of guns. I've seen guys that have very niche interests. Like Scott is obsessed with power yeah. And large projectiles. Which, if you've met Scott, you mm-hmm. completely understand. Yeah, you go to the He's other end of the spectrum. Guy. You have Ian of Forgotten Weapons. I've seen his collection. It's like on he had a like in, in his compound. On one side of his gun collection was all he called it the French Corridor, all French niche weapons. He's like his I have. Yeah, is, is his is his lineage fr- uh, like French? I think so. Because I I've never understood well, his. Well, I mean, quite... his last name's McCollum, so he has like a little bit of Scotch yeah. Irish there. Yeah, yeah. So. He has that, and then on the other side is like a little bit more genre weapons. You have a lot of really cool weapons that are very unique, and you build some very unique weapons. So it's cool to, to crack open that collection. Like yeah, I think of Mike, who has a bunch of tactical oriented guns, and um, it's it, it is cool to see. Your, we we did that, and then we shot an M60, a Vietnam themed M60. Uh, I have a cowboy themed episode coming out. Sorry, I'm afraid I'm stuttering. I had a cowboy themed 1860 coming out uh, from Henry Arms. Going to do that. 1860. A lever gun. 1860. Not an actual 1860. Yeah, but it's it's the lever gun that it's based saw, off it's, of the repeater, the Lancaster yeah, repeater. It's it's all limited use during the Civil War. Very limited use. Yeah, I was going to say like during the Civil War, like I remember like. I'm a big I'm a big fucking nerd when it comes to like weapon development and whatnot. Mm. I don't know of a single like widely produced lever gun. It was that ever I saw think action. It, I, if I remember correctly, 1860 I, was even before the Civil War. It was, but right before, and I think it started production in 1862. Okay, because like I'm thinking like 1862 was like Burnside carbine. Like we did not go to like self-contained cartridges yet. I think they had the self-contained cartridge. What, I think it was an it was issue like, of logistics. Okay. So soldiers would spend their own money to acquire the 1860. Right, right. I think it was that one Confederate general that was like, they can load on Sunday and shoot all week. God, who would that have been? Asterisk it in, editor. Fuck me. I don't. Damn it. Yeah. 18, yeah. What is that? 1873 was the revolvers, because that's the cattlemen and everything? Believe or it or not. No. Uh, so, we, all right, I'll go deep tism on this one. Uh, I love the, it. The Colt. I want to add on to this, so keep going. Uh, the Colt, Dude, I think it's the 1837 Colt Patterson was the mm-hmm. first six-shot revolver. Well, no it, shit. Is it a five-shot or six-shot? Was it a cap Ooh, fuck, or I don't remember. It's cap and ball. It was, so the first cartridge-based was okay. 1870, right, right, yeah. 1873 or 1876 was the Cattleman. the Peacemaker or the, or the Cattleman? Cattleman was the first in the Peacemaker. Well, they already had the self-contained cartridge, I thought. They I had thought the, technically, they had the self-contained cartridge in like the early 1800s with like the pinfire stuff and a lot of French like mm. prototype oh, weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like not how we know it today. Right. Know? 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into the history. I could have swore it was a five. I could have swore that first revolver was a five shot. It could be. I own one. I don't remember if it's five. I or think six. the big deal is that it helped it helped the Western or helped the settlers pacify the West because of all the Comanche horse archers. Yeah, going back to horse archers who controlled a lot of them. Like, there's a book on this. I think it's Tears of the Summer Moon, where essentially you have these Comanche horse archers that could just tear up these settlers coming across the plains, oh, going yeah. going through the American steppe. Because these guys only have a flintlock rifle and then a flintlock pistol, so they Not fire to be those first with, two uh, rounds. Killers of the Flower Moon. Is that something else? The new movie coming. The out. The new movie coming out. The new oh, Scorsese with movie. Leo. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Not to do. No, you're good. You're good. I see what you did there. No, that's, that's like crazy. How that technology was like flint and flint. It's mm. like yeah, bows are still going to win. It's mm. no different yeah. than um, we've talked about it before. Uh, the Steppe People or Genghis Khan when they mm. rode into Russia, it just fucking annihilated. Mm. Genghis Khan's like, yo, yeah, just keep pushing. I don't give a fuck. Just literally push as far as we can. We're conquering this goddamn yep. world. So when he hit Russia, they sent all their people out, and Genghis Khan did his style, which step people come in, mm-hmm. pull back, draw them on in, and then roll down and the rivers, and just their heavy bows yep. were heavy bows, and yep. they were talented compared to everyone mm-hmm. else because they fought all the time. They killed the entire Russian military. Do you know this? Did go on. They killed like the entire Russian military. Like the entire military was gone. What year about was this? This was during the um, Genghis Khan era of. Oh, I uh, see. I want to. I want to guess. No, 12? I think late eleven hundreds to early twelve yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Is my guess. Was it Genghis Khan's? 12, oh yeah, probably because it was, was yeah. Because it was like uh, it's almost like we all have a nightmare brick in front of us that can answer yeah. this question. Because they were the first ones to incorporate t- like dynamite, and explosives, mm-hmm. and everything like that. So when they pulled out, all of them came up. Yep. They wiped uh, them all out. Yeah, he died in twelve twenty seven. So yeah, okay. twelve twenty seven. So around that time when he wiped out the Russian military, Russia was like fucked. We 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 are fucked. These guys pulled everyone out, wiped them all out, no questions asked. Mm. And then they just waited, like, well, we're going to die. Genghis Khan's like, hey, you guys are too far. Come back. So they just waited. The Russian, mil- like, all of Russia was just like, oh, they're just going to come in and kill us. And, and then they watched these people just disappear. And they're like, they kill our military and they didn't even raid us? What the fuck are these people? They thought they were crazy people because, it was yeah. again, a military destroys your army and just leaves. Yeah, that's not the and- SOP for history. No, and then you're just like, at that time, you don't have the age of information. No. <laughs> You're just worried. Who are those people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just literally. What the fuck <laughs> just happened? Just imagine that you have no fucking idea what just destroyed your military. They and didn't they... even want our lithium? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you're like, dude, the horse archers of the steppe have been a problem for millennia. You go into the step without horse archers. I played the Total War game once or twice. You go in there. I think of Crassus, who was trying to push towards the step, and he got betrayed by some scouts. Classic Roman tale. These horse archers, step horse archers, were pinning the shields of the Romans with their bows. So they were shooting these, and the arrows were pinning the shields to their arms, or they're pinning the guys to their like to the ground with their bows. If they got like, hit in the foot, like these guys are nuts, dude. Dude, that's why they controlled literally the entire Asian continent. The horse archer is the peak of military tech until the gun comes around. Yeah. yeah. That man spread his seed more than Monsanto. 
Yeah. It he was, was eco-friendly. He reduced the carbon footprint. By a, it, I forget how many people. In a way. Mm-hmm. He, no, he did. He killed so many. They killed so many people. Mm. It reduced the carbon footprint and all. He helped the environment yes. because you kill so many people. You're like, God damn. Okay, bro. Right, this uh, is sounding a little Thanos-esque here with your reasoning. <laughs> like, man, he was a he was an environmental hero. Imagine the two billion people that aren't here. Yeah, and honestly, like Genghis balanced. Khan, it's going to wrap it around. Like Genghis Khan is going to be the reason why we win the war with China. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, and then thank I, God they're not at three and a half billion people. <laughs> I just like his grave when they buried him. It was already set in stone. It's like, hey, when I get buried, make sure you kill everyone at that funeral. And then all those people that kill all those people, kill them. they also get killed when they're returning back. Did you not know this? No. That's why Genghis Khan's uh, gravesite is not known. So everyone that attended his funeral, they were told that military was told, okay, wipe all of them out. So mm-hmm. the military killed all of them, trampled the ground so no one could tell. Then on their return home, like 200 miles in, then those people were murdered by <laughs> another set of military Dude. set in place. So no one knew where he was buried at. Which is why, why nobody knows where Hitler's buried in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> so Eli, what's your next project? My next project is, uh, we, we kind of filmed something. I Oh yeah, well, I forgot we can't really talk about that. Anime and... Anime and... Uh, and, video uh, Dude, the audience is like, you guys can't talk about nothing, dude. Anime yeah. and video game weapons done in real life, and we'll just leave it at that. Which I'm so... You guys being there, and then I man, that was like my tism where I was like, Yes, it's everything I've ever wanted. Slow mo camera, slow mo camera, <laughs> dude. I was in heaven watching that stuff. I was like, Grr. And now in post, it looks so good. You guys have such good, like, one liners and entries into post. I'm like, Okay, so we'll do 10 minutes, or we'll do six minutes from act three, we're gonna do uh, five minutes from act two, and then a couple of minutes from act one and then put it all together in this nice package. And then I'm excited to see your demo cut of it. it dude, like later on while you're, while you're fucking around with it, just send me rough. I'm, oh, I'm really curious. I want to see this shit. I'm building out like mine is I know, without the no sound pads. design and oh, all that. Yeah. I, yeah, I know not much, you know, the sound design will be last cause I'm already inserting my motion graphics and how I want everything to go and like highlighting how the machine works and all the voiceovers. And I'm just like going through my autistic notebook. <laughs> giving notes during the edit i'm it's gonna be some good content you guys are gonna want to see it i I know i i literally like aside from obviously wanting to be involved in the project i wanted to fucking be there to see it because it was cool as shit dude it's just crazy we'll just cut that (laughs) g-van spoilers stuff spoilers darling it's visceral that is the one thing you can fucking say without a doubt is how visceral some of you've seen one of them i saw one yeah no no matter what happens that we're gonna maybe tease every time we saw the slow-mo like recap everybody was like oh fuck dude shit gnarly just dude guys want to see that thing hell yeah (laughs) bros being dudes what's your next uh what are your actually you you brought out your five favorite guns from brandon's Mm -hmm. what are your five favorite guns like what are your all time yeah dog uh mp7 mg42 uh those are the top two i can think of just easily the am 180 suppressed is a vibe i think it's definitely up there you should have brought it am 180 i mean we already did one what the fuck is the 22 machine gun the, have you Yours? seen mine? Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. One, oh, okay. Yeah. The one with like the 360 round drum on yeah. top. Bam, just, bam. That thing is sick. Or yeah. 270. Yeah. Blood Diamond is. Car 15 for sure. And then 
Oh, geez. Probably an H car. I love the H car. Oh, shit. Yeah. Weird. It's, it's not, it's a very boutique gun. It's not the most user friendly for like taking apart and maintaining it, but it's pretty sick. It's just I, it would never bar. make my te- top five, but it would probably make my top 20. It's yeah. a, it's a very, it's a vibe. This is off the top of the head. If I had to really think like, all right, you rolls me in. Like, <laughs> oh, all right, dude. This is my bar. Yeah. I want right. to do one on the PPK and call it the gun that killed Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll, do it, I'll, a, I'll do it myself. I, I want to do a bunch of jokes in there, like you know who, you know who I look up to. I look up to the man who killed him. <laughs> <laughs> just see the amount of fucking people who don't know their history. Just go like, that's oh, a patriot right there. Canadian <laughs> Parliament told him a standing ovation for an dude, SS d- soldier, dude. They totally did. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 14th Panzergrenadier Division of the SS. They're all like, yeah, he's so brave. And that was a volunteer unit. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like. It's he was in Ukraine when the Russians were messing up everybody, so it's it a little course, different for them. Yeah, for them. Crazy. Yeah. Brand new top five. Oh, top five guns? Oh dude, I don't know. AK, AK, AK. I like the AK, RPK. the AK. Dude, that's that's a wild one. I don't know. Out of my collection or just No, in general, bro. You have to have your like top five where you're like, this, right. I'm fucking this is what I would give everything for. M two Browning. Solid. Got one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, minigun. Fucking love the minigun. I'm surprised you don't have one of those yet. I've they're. Ex- are you, I've been in talks. It's. I. I'm trying. I'm guessing we're talking to the same. Um, our friend. A couple different ones actually. Like, oh, no they're shit. just kind of figuring out. Like, all right, what do I really? It's about like, what do I want? What do I want to spend? Yeah. Because like most people think like minigun. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Fifty grand. Like, hmm, no. how much does your house cost? Yeah. Also, five five six versus seven six two, well, and the seven six two not manageable by a human. No. We, we learn yeah. that. And even the blanks, that. very manageable. Yeah. With live rounds, not no. so no. much. Because that was my idea, if you remember, like doing the, uh, like trying to like rotate, like, okay, can you do one in five live rounds? I know. Can you do one in four? No, one in three. Like that seemed like a really good incremental YouTube video. Yeah. That walk though, that, that first burst, we were like, okay, let's go. And then we were all standing on the wrong side. I was like, hold on. We all shifted. It was like, wait, because it gun rotates. It'll spin low and right. Yeah. So we were like, oh, it's the every- centripetal force, I guess. I don't yeah. know. So we all rotated to the other side. Mm-hmm. And then it was that quick burst was absolutely terrifying yeah. on what a weapon system can do. Cause it was like, what? Nope. No, we're not doing this anymore. This is hands down not okay. Yeah. Matt is not a small man. No, no. that was a big And that boy. was just, just ripped yeah. him immediately. I yeah. think that was one, one every two. Yeah, and that was... Or like one to one, rather. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the blanks, because the blanks don't move anyone. Oh, you mm-hmm. fired a minigun, right? Yes. Yeah. And there's just a burr. Have you done uh, handheld? No, I remember there's a video of Gronkowski. He did the handheld minigun, but I yeah. think those were all blanks. Because there's no way. I, do. I remember shooting that minigun at the yeah. Dylan Arrow range, and it moves the entire suspension of a truck. Like it's like it's oh, yeah. funny, dude. Like there's no. Because imagine no like a, like a G three, like boom, that yeah. recoil. Now imagine imagine one of those, Every but like point. four thousand rounds a minute. Yeah, that's you're not. You not can't do manageable. that, dude. This isn't this isn't Predator. You can't do that. Like fifty a second, right? I, I had a, sixty a second. I did have an idea that I'll share here. I'll I'll do this one day. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a minigun rocket jump. Ooh. I wanted to figure out how to like I already had a design for a suspension to like just put it in the air and just figure out the weight of the person that you could carry and shoot a minigun down at the ground and have the reciprocating force of, of the 308 at 4,000 rounds a minute 
lift a person in the air. Mm-hmm. I'd be pretty fucking gangster. I'm going to do this at some point. I just... I want to see it. Those are the things I'm like... Because oh. you could figure it out with math, but that's not fun. No, it's not. <laughs> I want to see it IRL. Yeah. I want to I shoot a motherfucker in the air with a minigun. <laughs> We're going to do it with a dummy, obviously, and do a remote fire yeah, like and all that shit. Guns, like a, it's like one of those like yeah, jet suits. But <laughs> minigun. <laughs> going to be like the fucking hacksmith, but yeah. instead of like jets, it's fucking miniguns. <laughs> Man, this is really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but he's fine. He's doing it. He's Meanwhile, doing it. some motherfucker at Raytheon's like, write this down, write <laughs> this down. <laughs> we gotta go. The Village Destroyer 9000. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. You can steer with what direction you're shooting fucking 4,000 rounds of hatred a minute. Yeah. Holy shit. No, if I was going for guns, like, I already have Mark 23. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. checklist. Yeah. PSG1, never gonna own one. What? Maybe I don't think they're not crazy. as expensive as you think. No. Well, the last one sold for sixty grand. Ooh. Really? Yeah, but it was boxed and everything. Yeah, I want to see. I want to say I've seen them for cheaper than that. Like, if you're willing to pay what you paid for that Mark th- uh, Twenty Three, dude, a fucking dude, I, uh, the the Lamb just sold for eighty two hundred dollars. Not mine. A Lamb just sold for eighty two hundred dollars. Oh, I'm gonna start looking. Yeah, I'll see if I can find you one. Okay. I've, I've done this a time or 12. I, I hmm. believe you was because uh, I'm like, okay, I got my Mark 23 with everything. I was like, there's my, it's all I wanted. I got the lamb. I got the matching suppressor with, do you know what he's talking su- about? The lamb. Mark 23. Yeah. HK Mark 23. Yeah, it's like the big old USP. Yeah. And then it yeah. came. So I have an unfired one from original with matching serial numbers with the suppressor. Also not unfired. Oh. This is 1996. With the uh, maritime finish, and then I have the lamb device with receipts, also never been Lamb's used. Laser, right? Laser, la- yes, laser and la- uh, condescent light. Yes. So the last one just sold a w- two weeks ago for eighty two hundred dollars. This was one hundred and twenty five bucks when it came out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> for what? For good. Clone. Uh, Not original, but clone. I thought it was a real. I was like, this is the real, real? Dude, a clone I would do for that price. That's fucking. Right? Dude, look at it. Bro. It's a sexy just gun. Look, oh. What Everybody, else oh, what, do you what, need? Game, what game was that in? Was that in Call of Duty Black Ops, like the OG? Yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, also, yeah. Metal Gear Solid, unfortunately, was like, hey, let's do the Mark 23 with Lamb. Let's do the PSG 1. And then let's do a FAMAS. Let's just kick those. Eli, can you afford any of those now? No, I can't. <laughs> Because one's fucking a hundred thousand dollars. One is sixty grand, unless you do a clone. The Famas is <laughs> on obtainium. Yeah, I one just sold last month. Hundred and ten thousand dollars. Where? Hi everybody. I'm Ian McCollum. Today we're going uh, over the French Famas. My my joke about Ian McCollum. Like, hi hi everyone. Uh, Ian McCollum from for Gut Webs here. Uh, today we're going over a gun that is so rare that it was actually never manufactured. It does not exist. Uh, it is in the ether. <laughs> <laughs> He gets some weird shit on there sometimes, man. I'm like, dude, dude that's impressive. How the fuck did, how do you know, who owns that? Yeah. How'd you get that? Your hands on that. How'd you get your mittens on that, Ian? Those are the things I'm like, oh my God. Cause he has the G, the G11. Yeah. So that's the, mm-hmm. it looks like a Timex watch when you yes. open it up and yeah. you're like, Crash I love that game. Magic. Dude, I just love they gave that to infantry. Like they're like, yeah, just don't you open sure it. For sure you could handle this. Yeah. Cause that was part of the, uh, big the American. Big uh, Big Smart. 
Yeah. I opened it on accident. <laughs> I don't know where the clock pin went. I started my dude, like boss to watch gets, <laughs> Your boss gets paid 40 grand a year, dude. You're not figuring that shit yeah. out. That's, <laughs> I was so pissed overseas. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Shit. Where'd your... You know what, the, the, what doesn't exist in Germany? Dust. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, nah, we don't care. Let's be, they'll, they'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's, it's good. Overseas, all you do is just moon dust, so you have to clean your AR every fucking... Narrator. It was not, in fact, fine. It was not good. Mm, I just fucking hate it so goddamn Did the lube much. that you guys use attract more dust? Oh, I... Mm, fucking God, I hate remembering... I. Uh, yeah, tap into something there. Yeah, it's a fucking deep... So, the Middle East kind of sandy at times we would uh, you ever heard of moon dust yeah so moon dust is i don't know it's like the lightest sand ever so when you drive you will clean your weapon you will take a shower you'll do everything when you get back if you have running water come back the second you drive off of base this is less than a mile mm-hmm. you are then it is like somebody who's just like you good okay i'm gonna dump sand on you mm-hmm. But the lightest particle dirt, so it just oh. sticks everywhere, everywhere. After you're clean, it does not matter. So it doesn't matter how, like, you run your weapons dry a lot of times unless you're in, like, you're like, are we about to get shot at? So, yeah. <laughs> drop. One drop. It shouldn't stick. Because on the macro level, this is just like coating your shit in peanut butter and then dipping it into like, you know, like rocks or whatever. You're just like, oh, yeah, no. Like if you run fucking lube on a gun, it's going to attract dirt. Like there will be a surface level of sand or dust or whatever on top. Of I will always say like my biggest firefight by the time I ran through um, all, almost all seven mags, my weapon was jamming on mag seven it was like a failure every three rounds because i was like behind my little rock engaging i was like what were you using like m4a1 uh that was m4 um we had the a4 so we had the the little the 16 inches but they were the a4 okay yeah because i ran the acog and then i had a m14 and it was at that time though it was like i was like click click pop 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 click okay now i gotta now i gotta ask what do you think of the m14 over there, it was way more dope because it would drop people instead of like people running away. Yeah, because that was why when we transitioned, like two rounds, they run yeah. like two blocks, and you'd be like, "Oh, I missed, huh?" And they'd be like, "Like, oh, I didn't." <laughs> hey, <laughs> versus the M14, seven six two yeah. is actually doing its job yeah. and like stopping the target. You're like, okay, this is cool. It's like, no different than, like the two four nine versus the two forty. Big difference. I just got to. Did you? Well, delete that. No, no, no. You're you're good. I can I can tease this. I just I just got a 240. Uh, I just got a 240 kit. We're rebuilding right now. No shit. It's uh, it's not a 240 technically. It's the FN name of it. It's the Mag 58. But this one was ultra based, and saw service in Rhodesia. We see Zimbabwe now, don't we? Do we? <laughs> I can resist. The uh, it was um, it's got the Rhodesian like baby shit camo on it and everything no like shit. that. Oh, oh yeah dude i cannot wait to have to to, to get this rebuilt it's it's, it's gonna be a vibe reddit's gonna love that one well this is I, yeah reddit's gonna well you know 
the places you're popular on Reddit are going to love that one. <laughs> well, I love that. Like your videos are based off of like Brandon. Thank you. you based. Dabble. They're based. They're <laughs> very based. based. Thank you. They're just based. Well, you do your, uh, your videos. You're like, Hey, you're starting to branch into, um, you do like the Kennedy assassination, mm-hmm. Lincoln assassination, and then you do some MLK is coming this week if you want. MLK, mm. I think. Is that, I, I think we're gonna. If we're What's gonna that film? mean? If I want, if you, you want to be the MLK, I guess. Okay, yeah. yeah. Eli, why are you blackface? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brandon asked me to. I said no. Republican Congress congressional candidate hero shoots man in blackface. No. Everyone's getting war paints, the tribal, tribal, <laughs> and then it's just, huh, I'm like, what's this? I, saw, I mean, if you want to be there for the shoot, oh, okay. uh, we're, we're going to be doing it. Basically, I'm just going to talk about how uh, this video is probably already going to be out by the time this episode airs, but uh, I'm just going to talk about how the FBI killed him. Yeah. The FBI yeah. absolutely fucking oh, killed him. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, 100%. zero doubt in my mind. Mm. But that's what, like your style is that, and then you've done a lot of movie or Rodeo, like, is that how you're basing a lot of your content? Is like, hey, I like movies. Yeah, do you I'm base yes. your personality around Rhodesia? <laughs> <laughs> cringe. <laughs> cringe. <laughs> you're way based, off baseline. Based, based yeah. cringe. Uh, yeah, so a lot of it, I'll watch movies or I'll see something from popular culture. I'm like, yeah, I want to replicate that to the best of my ability. So I'll go off a theme. Like if it's whether it's, you know, today we did the M60 and it's like a lot of the theme is Animal Mother from Full Metal Jacket. You know, so it's like it's based in that lore. You know what I mean? Based. Based. Full Metal Jacket all the way, which I didn't know. So um, Joker apparently was supposed to die in Full Metal Jacket. Joker, the actor, then asked. Spoilers. Sorry. (laughs) Then he talked. seen it in the last 50 years. He talked to Stanley Kubrick, Mm -hmm. and that's when he was talking to Stanley Kubrick. He was like, hey, instead of having Joker die, what about uh, just making him live? Because the the, the things he's seen during war is worse than death. That's why Stanley Kubrick changed it mm-hmm. so he lived at the end of the. Was movie. that based on anything originally, or was that like just like was it a uh, was it some like you know Stanley book Kubrick. or anything, or was it nope. just like totally Stanley organic? Kubrick. Have you never watched how Stanley Kubrick created all of that fucking movie? Is really well because I know I, I know he's based stuff off books before, like The Shining and whatnot. Yeah, so uh, with that, I I don't know if it was based off of a book. He went in. He did all the prep work. Uh, they built little barracks. So they built all the little barracks. So he mm. pre he pre-shot everything. Then uh, he hired an actor to be the drill sergeant. Then um, the, uh, Arlie Ermey. Ermey. Yeah. Ermey came in and they were like, hey, how does a drill sergeant sound? He was trying to teach the actor. And they're like, how about you be the actor for it? And then that's how he blew up to his degree that, that had to be like the guy who originally played darth vader in the suit getting oh. replaced by james earl jones i feel so bad for that the guy who was originally yeah. supposed like i just nailed this role with have you Cooper. ever heard of darth vader's real voice uh, it was yeah i remember seeing like the footage of it it was like find me the droid you're like he's a british guy find me the princess i want her alive it's like oh nah, god that and I love Thank they God. didn't tell him until he like he showed up watching the screen with like his family. <laughs> yes, and he didn't like his know they mom were is there. They, he, they never told him his voice was a place. So he's like, "You're gonna hear," and then his voice is completely different. With oh, that mask this on. ain't smashing, is it? <laughs> but um, so uh, during that when they filmed like uh, er, uh, how they filmed all the scenes, like he went such in depth with 
each individual thing, Stanley Kubrick during the filming of that. Like they're like, okay, how do I light this? Okay, we're gonna do all organic lighting. We need these barracks specifically for that. Okay, we're filming this here. Mm -hmm. This is what the troops are gonna go through. I want it feeling like this. Stanley Kubrick was like a master at his craft. He's one mm -hmm. of my favorite directors on the level of autism he went into. Cause that dude hundred percent was autistic. On I mean, the man made an entire generation afraid of hotels. Mm. Yeah. yeah. His buddy that made, um, uh, what's the submarine? Uh, Red October. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. His buddy made that. He lit all of that in a single night. His buddy's like, hey, I don't know how to light a submarine. Stanley Cooper was like, I got you. Went there, lit everything with them, not on so He's like, hey, you're taken care of. So, so, so they Stanley showed Kubrick, up. Stanley Kubrick is the Eli of our group. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Hey, Eli. I don't know how to light this. Oh, dope. I'll be there in twenty minutes. Have you tried using DaVinci Resolve? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, Bro, shut up. I don't know. Just make it look good. <laughs> I don't fucking pretty. know. So he shows up, fucking lights everything, and then leaves. He's like, "Hey, you should be fine with all the lights there." And they went in. That's how Red October. The way it looks, the way it does, is because he went in pre-lit everything and just bounced damn dude I, that is a friendship right there where you're like i got it dog i love it <laughs> hey well we need some lights right here is yeah. there anything else i can uh, light for you no dude we're, we're good man a we're friendship good. otherwise known as an you know hundred thousand dollar contract for lighting people <laughs> yeah yeah thank uh that was fun though appreciate you <laughs> thank you man. just walks for the pizza <laughs> and you're like god and it's the same dude that did you know how many takes he used to do no oh. Yes. You no, I guess how many takes Stanley Kubrick would do for a single scene? How many? 130. Oh my god, that's with film. This is like a can rolling, yeah. And he would make the actors act out. This is during The Shining with uh, I'm not gonna hurt you, <laughs> it's gonna beat your fucking head in, or whatever the fucking line yeah. was on the yeah. And he would treat the female like absolute shit, he would just fucking berate her just so she was broken. And then she found out after that words that that's how he directed. He's like, God, you fucking suck at this. Let's <laughs> just break her. Mm. So that way in her scene, she's crying because he would make her cry on scene. He's like, yeah, nailed it. And that's what I was going for. She doesn't know it, but I, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is, an, this is a savage director. Yeah, gnarly. That being said... Admin, where can we find you, you beautiful son of a bitch? You're going to go to your search bar on YouTube and type in administrative results. What you will see is a YouTube channel. It's mediocre, but you may have a good time if you stick around. That was rehearsed. It wasn't, actually. No? No. 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 Could have fooled me. All it's my your... good stuff just kicked in now. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, wish we could do another hour, but we can't. So, you know, hey. Hey guys, thank you for hanging out. Brandon, where can we find you? Brandon Herbert. Here on the Unsub Podcast. Next time I end up, uh, you know, having nothing to fucking do. What we do at no. midnight, 1 a.m. <laughs> we did this on oh, literally yeah. at like 11 at night. We were like, you just happen to be in town, like fucking filming extra yeah. shit. So we're just Why like, yeah, you know what? Sure, we'll do an Unsub. I'm a professional. We're going to fucking knock it out. Guys, thank you so much. There's going to be no after show on this one, but there will be just something completely separate. Love you.